0: Welcome to Coffee Conversations. My name is Jen lebanc billharts and I've got with me joining today, Brian Vaccaro.
1: Hello everybody.
0: Hi, how's it going?
1: Um, good, how about you?
0: Doing good.
1: Well, good. Welcome, I'm
0: glad we finally got around to doing this.
1: Yes, there we, some, we had a couple uh, of attempts at it and now we're here, so that's good.
0: Yeah, now we're here. Now we're doing it. So why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? Um, You are a musician and educator, so.
1: Right. Um, Yeah, so I've spent my whole career kind of swinging from vine to vine, you know, teaching different places, uh, doing a lot of college teaching, most recently at Lindenwood University, but you know, also St. Louis Community College. Um, Back in the day, there was Belleville Area College, which is now Southwestern Illinois College. But now I have taken the leap to uh, teach at Grand Center Arts Academy, which is a middle and high school. And I'm there full time. Um, So that is the bulk of my work uh, currently. And um, I'm still out there doing some performance and some private lessons on the side as well.
0: Okay, so at Grand Center, you're teaching guitar and music. Primarily yeah, I, or what I more teach, specifically?
1: Uh, right. Yeah, I teach a uh, kind of an expansive guitar program or I run a guitar program um, which has beginner, intermediate and advanced level ensembles um, both at the middle school and high school level. And I run the uh, the high school jazz band program there. And, nice. And uh, uh, I, I had taught music technology, though I think okay. that is uh, shifting over to somebody else because ah. the guitar program is growing
0: oh awesome it's
1: a, yeah it's a, it's a that's excellent good problem news to have. I like great teaching problem that class. to have yeah so I lose one thing that I like doing but at, at the expense of a growing program that's um, I'm sure. Okay with. sure mm-hmm.
0: good and then your adjunct also at Lindenwood
1: not anymore no oh I, you're not I, no okay no I I tried that <laughs> I tried a semester of doing both GCAA mm. and Lindenwood and it was just um there's not enough of me to go around so I had too much
0: and too far apart I'm sure the drive was not helpful
1: (laughs) yeah the proximity didn't help yeah
0: (laughs) right what were you teaching though while you were there
1: at Lindenwood uh -hmm. again it was guitar it was private guitar so I was seeing the the music majors that were guitar focused as well as the non-majors that just wanted guitar for part of their arrangement but I also taught um some of their ensembles a jazz combo once, a guitar ensemble, uh, something called Modern Music Ensemble, which was like more, um, well, modern music, like pop, rock, mm-hmm. soul, oh, um, cool. jazz, hybrid, fusion, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, so we we had sort of a pilot program going there um, for a few semesters by the time I left.
0: Okay. And I think that's Wonderful. still going. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Could be. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So you've been in the education arena for how long?
1: Um, in one form or another since 1994.
0: So 26 years? Yeah, God. Yeah, is you that- say it
1: like that. I feel <laughs> super old. Like. Uh,
0: I don't take that as you being old. I take it as you being very experienced, which is why I chose you to have these conversations yeah. today. Oh,
1: well, thank- oh thank you. That's... <laughs> It's a very nice way to frame it. My kids would say I'm just old, but um, (laughs) yeah, that's, uh, yeah, since 1994, that's when I just started teaching private lessons in order to make some money on the side, but then, you know, I sort of fell into it. Okay. just sort of grew from there.
0: Awesome. I mean, it's not for everybody, but if you love it and you're good at it, then it's amazing.
1: Yeah. And it took a lot of different um, angles, you know, as I was kind of going through my professional life. So for a while there, I was uh, running education programs that were extracurricular, a lot like at schools like yours.
0: Okay. Um,
1: So I was running programs um, very similar to what you offer Mm -hmm. at Shock City School of Music. So uh, that was on me to kind of make sure I was keeping the private teachers in check and then developing new curriculum and classes and workshops and things for students to get engaged in. So that's awesome. That was a chapter of my life, but no longer. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I think like, you know, it's amazing. I'm sure you've seen this transpire as well. Things were probably much different when you started out 26 years ago versus now. Mm. Um, You know, the guitar has kind of morphed into, I mean, it's always been, I mean, there's classical guitar and then there's obviously the more contemporary rock and all that type of stuff. But Mm -hmm. from what I've witnessed, even with lessons and education, it's just completely transformed, almost turned on its head a little bit. Um, so I don't know if like you've experienced that even at your school or just with private lessons as far as um, the types of music people are wanting to learn and less emphasis on classical guitar and more just on playing pop music and rock and stuff like that.
1: Oh, OK. So that's what you mean by turned on It said less. Um,
0: yeah, it's just sort of taking <laughs> a more contemporary,
1: a less traditional approach.
0: A casual approach i mean the the yep. education behind it perhaps not so casual but you know what i mean um
1: yeah uh no i i agree with you and i think and i think that works because um why not try to play the music that inspires you to pick up the instrument in the first place right right because yeah you know, i kind of always subscribe to that because there are techniques there are um concepts there are uh, theory principles that you can learn from whatever you're playing, you know. Um, right, so you're still
0: you're, getting that kind of underneath no matter what you're learning, right? I,
1: I, if taught properly, right? Yes, so if, <laughs> right. If, if uh, you know, if it's just rote memorization and it's just like, here's where you play and you put your fingers here and there you got it, you're not teaching any principles with that. But no. if you can kind of sneak that in underneath, you know, the the music that the students really crave and are inspired by sure um then you're you're kind of covertly getting all of those foundational yeah, concepts it, that they need
0: it probably works a little bit better because a bored student is impossible to teach yeah it's really difficult
1: yeah uh, right so yeah so why not uh, use a vehicle that inspires them or that they're at least remotely interested in sure you know um at least that's that's engaging at some level,
0: right? And so do you kind of take to... that same approach at the school as well? Um, or obviously, like with jazz, if you are teaching a jazz ensemble, that's a completely different thing. But um, in some of the other classes, are you kind of catering to what the students are wanting to play?
1: Uh, to some degree, at a at a okay. very very beginning level, you know, some of those things are out of their reach, so you oh, have absolutely, to start- yes. Uh, So you have to start with just foundational stuff. I mean, there's just no way around some of that. But once they get to sort of an intermediate level, then it becomes like, well, for example, my middle school guitar ensemble, one of the classes, I had them playing um, a Coldplay song. You know, so it's like uh, I will give them a choice. I'll give them, you know, six or eight different guitar ensemble arrangements that I've come across and then okay. I'll play them the audio and then give them a chance to vote on it. And we ended up playing Yellow by Coldplay, you know. Oh, nice. Um, which, you know, arranged for classical guitar ensemble, which.
0: Oh, that's really cool. Okay. So, yeah. So there's ways around it, I guess. And there's. No, that's awesome. So. Right. Yeah. All right. So today was kind of a big announcement day in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Well, is it all of Missouri or just St. Louis County and city primarily?
1: Um, I don't, I don't know that there was any formal designation for today. I think somebody just said, um, July 20th, we're announcing what we're going to be doing for the school year. And then everybody else just kind of said, oh yeah, us two.
0: Everyone jumped on board. So no one, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I don't know if there's any formal structure to it, but.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, so there's been a lot of announcements. You found out what your school is going to be doing, um, as far as your teaching goes, and I'm sure you've got thousands of questions, um. With that yeah. and a lot you know all of the parents are still you know it, it sounds like a lot of schools are giving three options um fully in person a hybrid and then completely virtual online
1: yes uh grand center arts academy is not offering the hybrid version so it's okay. just online or in person Pick and so
0: post. if it's in person is it five days a week or are they doing a modified schedule
1: I did not see anything about a modified schedule. Uh, It was a four page email. (laughs) Ah. So um, it might be tucked in there somewhere. I got to read it again. Sure. Uh, But I, uh, I'm still trying to, I got a bunch of questions that I still got to kind of ask the the admins about, but I'm trying to wrap my brain around how you uh, teach a class simultaneously two different ways, you know?
0: Right, because were you doing, I'm sure you were doing online from March through May, right? Yes. So you already kind of got comfortable with that transition, but now it's kind of, assume, I mean, there's one of you, so it's not yeah. like you can be doing two things at once. Right. Um, I mean, unless I guess that's what they're expecting the teachers to do is to record themselves teaching for those at home. I, I, I don't yeah. know how else you would do it. Like you, it seems like a timing nightmare.
1: Well, Um, I mean, the the advantage of online learning is that from both teacher and student perspective, you know, within the bounds of a deadline, you can just kind of do your work whenever you can get to it, right? Sure. So, um, and with guitar, that's the kind of the way I approach it. It's okay. um, There are some videos that I'll put out there to kind of instruct uh, some supplemental information. Here's the assignment. Here's when it's due. Here's how you can get a hold of me when you need to, and uh, we'll do Zoom sessions to kind of uh, troubleshoot everybody's problems. Um, but trying to shoehorn that into a regular in-person teaching schedule—that's going to be—I'm still trying to wrap my brain around how <laughs> how they want us to do that. But
0: right, I know. I mean, there's so many different perspectives on it right now, and I guess the first thing is: you as a teacher, are you comfortable? going back and doing this like I you know so many people have just been still pretty pretty much isolating themselves and taking Mm -hmm. precautions and things like that but you know obviously you have the safety of your classroom but it doesn't prevent you from being around other adults and other people obviously if you are in a classroom with you know 10 to 20 people it's just yeah what Uh, is and um yeah
1: yeah, the, so the question: Am I comfortable with that? Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't know, and I I won't have an answer to that until I actually have some firsthand experience as to what it looks like, feels like, is like. You sure. know, in the building, uh, it might be. They might. I would. I hope they're going to have all of their um, bases covered, and I would suspect they will because these are professional people that I work with, and I
0: okay, have good. faith
1: in them. But at the same time, there are uh, maybe some uh, scenarios that we haven't thought through completely that are going to manifest themselves. Yeah. It's hard to know.
0: I mean, anything's possible. That's five weeks away. So five or six weeks away. So anything could, you're right. Right. Um, So
1: what I had initially heard, and um, I have a son that uh, goes to Kirkwood schools, still waiting to get their email.
0: My kids are in Clayton, and I've not received the email or the notice as of yet, but I'm thinking it's coming out this afternoon.
1: I think I just got mine because I'm staff, and it was, like, staff first. Oh, sure. And a lot
0: of the other schools made their announcements this morning, um, so there's been a lot of chatter going around and um, things like that. So I guess we'll just wait and see.
1: Right. But what I'm hearing um, from... One of the band teachers over in Kirkwood is that we're expecting there to be much more of a hybrid situation here, where it's going to be uh, like for the high school, for example, freshmen and juniors in the building on these days. Sure. Sophomores, seniors, these days, band class is still going to happen. Apparently, uh, my okay. son's involved in band.
0: Oh, good. Um,
1: and uh, instrument covers, which is a thing that I didn't even know existed. Uh, for brass instruments, you know things like um, I'm not talking about mutes, but I'm talking about things that will actually cover the bell of the instrument. Okay, um, are going to be employed along with you know they've apparently taped the band room so that students know exactly where to stand or okay. sit so that they're totally uh, isolated from one another.
0: Yeah, no, so, that, that's good because you know you you would hate to see. Obviously, I feel like the arts are the first to go in a school when there's budget concerns or other concerns. So I'm glad that a- at least with that particular district, they're implementing, um, some protocols to, you know, help make that possible.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Again, but you know, who knows if who students knows? start getting yeah. sick, Right. then it's all going to be shut down again anyway. And then we're, we're back to where we were last spring. So it's, yep. So it's yeah, we'll great- see. It's
0: just overwhelming, right?
1: Um, yeah, if you, if you let it be, it, it can be. So I'm just trying to take it like, uh, one little bite-sized morsel at a time, you know, just
0: Yeah, that's to... kind of all we can do. I think as, uh, as a whole, people have, um, become a little bit more flexible because we've had no choice as we keep adapting and going through things. And, um, yeah, so it is what it is and we'll just have to continue to be flexible and, modify and do you know primarily what's best for ourselves and our families um but it's amazing I you know I you as a teacher probably see this um and maybe not in the particular school that you're in but kind of in general sometimes parents just take the school system for granted and yeah I'm sure now that you know, parents are being forced to work from home while educating their children or just basic childcare. It's a whole different perspective for them. Um, mm-hmm. so hopefully more appreciation comes your way as being an educator for all that you guys do. Um, cause it's a, it's a tremendous job and, yeah. um, so much well, goes into it.
1: I, you know, I will say uh, last spring, my experience from the, from the parents was that they were all very supportive you know
0: good.
1: um everybody that i had contact with um were just super nice, super helpful, super supportive and it's amazing. Um, really had, you know, nice things to say in terms of what they uh you know, how grateful they were that we were going the extra mile to make all of that stuff happen. Right. So, um that was my experience.
0: Well, good. Yeah, i i mean there's a Tremendous amount of work that, um, everyone did with that quick transition. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it was quick. Um, oh, and performances. I mean, that's the whole other thing. This is a whole other topic we can talk about. Um, what will student performances look like? You know, um, I did something that I think, um, might turn into like, at least the temporary normal, uh, last spring.
0: Okay.
1: In terms of how, you know, I wanted to keep the students engaged. um, And I think this turned out pretty well, hosting an online like Facebook Live student recital.
0: Okay. uh,
1: For my guitar program, guitar and jazz students were eligible to participate in it. And I had a a situation where the the head of school kind of came to me and said, so this might be the model of like what we have to do in the fall. At that time, I thought that was like crazy talk, like, Oh, this sure. is going to be like over, you know, like, we're going to be fine.
0: Like, yeah.
1: Um, now I totally believe that like, we're going to have to do this. So um, we put together an online, so it was, it was a lot of work, a different kind of work than organizing a live performance. But if any other teachers out there are listening, I'd, I'd be happy to talk to whomever about how I put this together okay. and just sort of uh, spitball ideas. But it was students send me videos and I kind of gave them strict parameters of like, okay, these are the pieces I want you to choose from to perform.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and we can put together ensemble pieces. I did that through, um, an app, you know, uh, similar to like acapella or something like that, where okay. many students could be participating at the same time. I had sure. like a jazz quartet playing and, you know, they were all recorded remotely. That, you know, I kind of gave them the guidelines, wear this, have a nice background that you're performing in front of. Um, here are your recording specs. Here's how this can work. Send me the video. And then I took all of that stuff and did all of the transitions between videos, recorded an intro, recorded an outro uh,
0: okay. of
1: me just giving, you know, an introduction and, a, you know, a conclusion, that sort of thing.
0: Oh, wonderful. And,
1: um, you know, the positive of that is that people relatives friends family from across the country could see their students perform rather than just the ones that lived here you know
0: right yeah so
1: if there was a silver lining with all of that is that you know um aunt ethel in norfolk virginia could see <laughs> yeah. you know could see one of the students performing and it was right kind of,
0: that is really neat and I, the other benefit that's striking me right away is all of the skills that these students are learning as far as recording and technology and things like that. Um, Right. Which, I mean, we've discovered, you know, even for myself professionally, how valuable that is. And I had to learn a bunch of stuff myself. Um, And, you know, the teenagers always seem to be more advanced at that than Us old folks anyways, but it's still, they're learning how to utilize that in more of a, um, a true sense versus just Snapchatting their friend. Like that's a whole different element, but like to turn it into an actual project. Um, I think that's, that's pretty amazing. Um, so that right. seems, you know, but you said there's a music technology. Do you say there's a technology class there too for that? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I had them okay. as part of this too. So uh, that was kind of cool because they could um, send me their project and they spliced together a little video with, oh, you cool. know, their original music that they composed electronically.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and that wow. became sort of part of the the video presentation Oh, nice. as well. So it was, yeah, it was, it worked out pretty nicely. So I, I feel like at least for the fall semester, we're gonna we're gonna be seeing a lot of sort of virtual presentations of you know sure. performances. Um, well, I'm
0: really glad to hear that you're taking such a positive <laughs> approach to it, or just at least embracing it, because that's really all we can do. I right. Mean, as frustrating as it is, I mean, what more is
1: there? <laughs> right. You, be- so. you have two options: you can do that, or you can just run and hide. You know, I guess that's. It-
0: And there's been a lot of people doing that. I've heard, you know, there's been a significant amount of um, educators wanting to either retire early or just find a new line of work. Um,
1: Yeah.
0: And we can get into that if you'd like. Um, Why don't we take a quick two minute break and then we'll um, we'll keep up our wonderful conversation. Cool,
1: all right. Cool, all right, so
0: we'll be back in two.
1: See you on the other side.
0: Are you or your kids bored at home? We have the answer. Fall from the tree. Virtual music lessons. Fall the China, on the Mobile-friendly platform. Help me, my empty. Like One-on-one I'm lessons with a professional I music instructor. Fly. I need group lessons and kinder music too. The world is moving online. So are we. Join us today. Music lasts a lifetime. Begin today. Visit shockcityschool.com to sign up. All right, and we're back. All right, welcome back to Coffee Conversations. I'm Jen, and I've got with me today Brian Vaccaro. Hello again. All right, so we were just talking about the school thing, and right as that was happening, my phone blew up. I got the call from Mm -hmm. Clayton. You got your email from Kirkwood.
1: Yeah, which I'm anxious to dive into.
0: They probably came at the same, like, similar time. Right. Um, Yeah, so you're just... Yeah, I, I'm curious too. Um yeah, just so many questions about what's going to happen in the fall. Um For sure. And you know, it's not yeah, it's just something else, so
1: And you know, I'm sure the they'll have to have plans B, C, and D behind whatever they're giving us now too.
0: Right. I mean, like what's going to happen if somebody tests positive for COVID? Um are they going to shut down the school for twenty four to forty eight hours or more? People going to have to get tested. Like it just seems like that's bound to happen sooner than my later.
1: understanding is that there each district has a threshold, like a number of cases that will shut things down. You know what I mean? So, okay. like if there's one or two, then it's just like we're going to tell that person to go away for two weeks. You know, not sure. come back. Um, if there's ten or twelve then that's a different conversation.
0: Interesting. Um, Okay.
1: I don't know how they arrive at those numbers. It seems kind of arbitrary to me, but sure. um, yeah, that's... Yeah, because
0: you would think it would have to have something to do with your student population.
1: Right. Yes.
0: You know, because some schools are going to have 2,000 students and more staff members versus a smaller private, you know, I I don't know, making numbers up, but um, obviously it'd be different at Grand Center versus you know, probably a larger public school. Right, um, right.
1: So each one yeah. will probably have to have, like, a threshold number, but how they come to those numbers, I have no idea. Like, what's that based on?
0: Right, who knows?
1: Who knows, yeah. Who knows? yeah.
0: <laughs> Interesting times indeed. But yeah. I guess, you know, again, like, we were just talking about how you've made it possible to continue doing learning online. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I'm assuming... Um, You'll probably see some of that. If not, you'll be incorporating some of those um, online concepts into the live classroom, though. Um, you know, for performances and things like that, and some projects. But, um, like, how do you see this affecting you in the classroom itself, and modifying how you're teaching, and maybe even the amount of students in your classes? Is that something yeah. that? I mean, you've got, like, it's, what, today's July 20th? And when school schools start?
1: August 24th, so... It doesn't leave a lot of time. Yeah. Right. Um, and, the, yeah, that's a great question. I'm going to be dealing with um, some spacing of students that's going to be restricting in terms of, like, how many students I can have in my classroom. The classroom okay. I teach in is relatively small. You know, it's not a big... Like, we've got orchestra rooms and we've got band rooms. I'm not in one of those. I've got okay. sort of a standard size classroom. So, right. and then you factor in that all of them have instruments in their hands and that takes up space as well. Um, so, I'm well, I mean, that creator. makes social
0: distancing a little bit easier because the guitar neck is, you know.
1: Yeah, it, it sort it of keeps adds. people at a distance <laughs> so, inherently, right. right? It
0: does. But, a little bit, uh, but.
1: Yeah. So, um, but even so, you know if I it got really crowded in my classroom when there were 22 kids in there you know so at that point I was I was I was pretty crowded um sure so Hmm. and those are kids that are probably two feet away from one another you know
0: yeah and I'm thinking how how is the hallway transition going to happen like you can't Right. I'm just not seeing it. How you know? I don't know if you've been to the grocery store lately, but even though we're supposed mm-hmm. to be six feet apart, it's just not happening. Right. Um. You know, you might scoot past somebody in the aisle, but the aisles aren't big enough to really allow for much of that. Like, let alone, you know, the school where you've got hundreds of teenagers right. and children um, transitioning between classes or going to lunch or whatever. I just um how is that going to be enforced? I just.
1: Right. Um,
0: I'm, I'm struggling to visualize.
1: Yeah. Convincing
0: so, teenagers to <laughs> social distance.
1: Well, I, you know, I mean, I guess you could do things like um, stagger your release times for mm-hmm. certain, like this grade releases at this time. And then like different sure. bells mean different things. I suppose you could do something like that. Yeah. Um, I know that some other things were being considered at Grand Center Arts Academy in terms of like um, shortening class periods so that uh, t- teachers can do all of the maintenance in their classroom that needs to happen to keep it safe okay. um, so that you have more classes per day, um, eight instead of four, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, these are all, these are all the questions that, you know. It's all speculation admin, right now. Yeah. They're all going to get mean, hit. one of
0: my... My youngest son is four and he's in preschool. And I know that there's been daycares open for younger kids and those seem to be doing pretty well. I haven't heard of many issues on that level. Mm -hmm. Um, But that also seems like the age in which there's a lot of sharing going on because they're working on cooperative play and they're sharing toys and toddlers, they don't regulate themselves they have a snotty nose they're coughing on like I just (laughs) I don't see how that's going to work um it's just mind-boggling to me but um I mean they're saying it's safe and I again I just don't see it yeah um not that I'm completely opposed to any of it if you know these are professionals and they have to adhere to you know guidelines that they've been working on um You know, there's been a lot going on at the state level and things like that with the school district, of course. Um, Yeah, but again, same thing you just said, so many questions.
1: Right. And um, I I guess they'll be answered in due time. You know, it's um, I'm still waiting to get information from my school specifically. I just got district information. So, um, you know, I'll give them a chance to kind of explain it to me first, like how it applies to our building specifically
0: yeah Um, it'll be definitely interesting so I guess for all of the viewers watching this it'd be mm -hmm. interesting to see if you would comment on what your school's doing um age of your kids and what your thoughts are so Uh, yeah I'd love to see some comments and um it's just different times so
1: right for sure um I did want to mention I know we were talking before the break can I mention something here real quick
0: Absolutely. No. About, okay. Please.
1: Um, it was it was just in my brain, and I just wanted to make sure that I, I talked about it a little bit. We were talking about the virtual recital idea um, mm-hmm. and putting it as a like a live stream sort of situation, and you brought up the point about how this brings forth new different skills um, with students that they you know in a in a classroom yes. situation they might not otherwise get. The thing that I think is, um, that was most important, and I got this from the students too, is that how they couldn't hide behind anything in their performances. Like if they're just recording themselves doing these performances, Mm
0: -hmm. they
1: have to have that, they have to have their parts like down, like wired. They can't hide behind anybody else. They can't play this passage quieter because they don't have it quite down yet. You know, it was a lot more of a microscope, like a recording. So you mean
0: more of like in an ensemble situation?
1: Right, right. No, that's an interesting
0: point. Yeah.
1: Even if they're playing live, you know, if if they're playing a solo, but they're playing at, uh, we've got the Sun Theater attached to our school. They're playing live in the Sun Theater. uh, And there's an audience. There's always commotion in the audience. There's always noise. There's a little flub. It hardly goes noticed, Right. Uh, mm-hmm. unless it's somebody that's really really paying attention but that's almost nobody no there.
0: that's an excellent point I'm glad you brought that up so you're thinking it's making the students be more mindful and hopefully rehearse their parts yes more so it's making them into stronger musician
1: yeah more precise as as performers but then also, I guess
0: in the oh sorry go on
1: no that's okay but then also it's it's uh, enlightening to kind of like, you know, if they haven't ever recorded a video or audio before of them performing, it's a wake-up call to kind of say, oh, if I want to do this, you know, this is how this feels. This is how this looks. Um,
0: sure.
1: So it's, it's experience going into later life if they're going to record music. That's a totally different ball of wax than going and Absolutely. playing it live. Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean
0: that also. I mean, you're you're kind of opening up my mind here to so many different things. Um, they're probably for the first time hearing themselves play back, which is different than just doing it from inside your body. If that makes sense. I mean, yes. the perception of watching yourself and hearing yourself recorded is different than just doing it. Right. Um,
1: now, so I, I think record. that
0: provides a lot of insight too for them, which. Yeah, again is just adding to their skill set and um, making them stronger. Their instrument,
1: right now I record my groups all the time, you know, just to kind of say, okay, here's where you are at this date. I'm going to do this again in two weeks, so but you. But that's as
0: the whole full ensemble. That's a, an ensemble. Never, yeah, individually, right?
1: Right. So this is even, you know, it's it's, it's another level of uh, self realization that I think is, you know. Just yeah. we're trying to make lemonade out of lemons, you know, <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> no, that's, I like the, that. um,
1: that's the, uh, you know, one of the things that they got out of that experience that they wouldn't have gotten had all of this stupid stuff not happened.
0: Exactly. Know. And then maybe perhaps you're like, oh, my gosh, this particular student is amazing. And maybe you had less of an idea because they just kind of, you know, were a sheep Blended playing in. kind yeah. of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool to kind of have that different approach. I mean, not that we needed it, but here we are. And so again, you know, we're embracing it. And Yeah. So no, I love that, um, you know, you're finding positives. And I think that that's going to be the most helpful to the children is seeing, you know, because there's so many, I don't know if this is necessarily the the best explanation for it, but you see so many adults and teachers that are just curmudgeons and they just are so negative and pessimistic. And that's not, teaching the children anything, but them seeing how you're approaching it and being flexible and adapting, um, and seeing the rewards of what changes there are, that's going to really help shape these children and help build their character. Um, I hope so. Yeah. No, it does. It, It will. And so they're not just learning about music. They're learning more from seeing how you're handling this. Um, so yeah, that really speaks volumes. So I really, um, applaud you for doing all of that. And I think, um, you know, that, that's what we need right now. That's what these children need is seeing, okay, things change and things aren't the best, but we, our society is supporting us in a way, um, with technology and all of this other modernization that we we can continue on.
1: Right. Well, if, yeah, if this had happened in 1983, God. You know, like <laughs> right. we had. I can't like, imagine. There, there's no technological support to kind of work around things. You know, so. it would
0: be. I'm. I'm sure there would be certain adaptations that would have taken place. in a different way, or. Yeah. Um, well,
1: there there would have had to have been, but we.
0: I mean, there were fax machines.
1: <laughs> barely. <laughs> be a lot yeah. of faxing
0: going on and telephone calls.
1: Right. Um,
0: but anyways, yeah. The, no, the technology is certainly um exploded. I mean it's it's been there and it's just amazing that it's supporting everything. And you're right. I've thought about the same thing. Um you know my business and you know education would be in a much different place if we couldn't still have these connections. Right. Um I mean look at us. We're doing a podcast um with video remotely. So that's pretty cool.
1: Right. So what a world, right?
0: (laughs) What a world, indeed. (laughs) Yeah. Um, any final thoughts about education? Or um, anything else? I'm sure you're eager to read that email.
1: I am. Uh, I am for sure. And that'll be enlightening. No, I mean, final thoughts, you know, I, I would just encourage everybody to, uh, try to adapt as best as they can. I have no idea how long, nobody knows how long this is going to go on. No. Um, so, you know, we just have to do the best we can with what we have. Exactly. And, um, you know, I, I don't think there's any right answer. You know, if, if parents are watching, listening to this, you know, if you have the online option and you think that's going to be better for your situation, you know, nobody's faulting anybody. Um, if going in person is better for your situation, students learn differently. Um, I had students that really didn't do well with the online thing. Right. And then I had students that flourished with it that weren't, yeah, flourishing I guess you gotta consider classroom. that too. Yeah. Um, You just, you think this is, it's a tough one and you gotta, it is, weigh all of those things on top of the, you know, the pandemic and how infectious that could be as well.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: It's not a fun, it's not a fun decision to make, but
0: no, it's, it's not. And it, it's, there's no right or wrong. It's what's, best for you in the moment. And there's all, you know, the thing also to remember is you can always change your mind, you know, and I guess if the school's giving you an option, then as cumbersome as that is for you as an educator, um, you know, I guess hopefully the parents are grateful for having that option and having the ability to make that decision that fits in best for their family.
1: Right. Um, right. (laughs) But so, yeah, uh, it's just what it is. it is. It is the wild, wild west right now.
0: It is. <laughs> but I'm glad that music lives on. I'm glad that you're continuing to educate and inspire kids with music. So that's really, yeah, it's so important.
1: Well, thanks. And I, I'm glad so, that you're doing these, these yeah. conversations, these podcasts. I was I took this quite literally and I am drinking coffee during this conversation. Oh,
0: good. What, what's on your cup?
1: Uh, that is Hilton Head Island.
0: Oh, yes, that's one of our <laughs> – I was supposed to be there last week, and we had to cancel our trip.
1: Oh, really? That's, uh,
0: yeah, that's where my family tends to go um, every year, every other year. But
1: It's a nice beach. It's a nice place. It
0: is. We like it, but there are some concerns. Um, my brother and sister-in-law are both physicians um, out in North Carolina, and they've got a different perspective on it, on everything cause they're seeing it firsthand. So. Yes. They wanted to take extra precautions which we respected you know we'd rather be safe and hold off until another time right Than all that so but yes i love hilton head so thank you for that little boost (laughs) (laughs) and i've got my i've got some uh caldys cold brew it's a little uh watered down now but glad to support the local
1: for sure for sure
0: yeah all right brian well this has been amazing um Keep me informed on how everything's going. If I can support you guys in any way, let me know. I will. We all kind of, you know, rally together a little bit. And, um, yeah. yeah. And then as far as, so you, oh, we didn't even talk about you as a performer, but you oh. perform too, right?
1: I do. I do. Uh... <laughs>
0: so if anyone wants to check out your work, do you have a website?
1: Uh not any longer. Facebook
0: <laughs> or Instagram like uh, if yeah, somebody wanted my, to find you.
1: Yeah, so yeah, you could just go to my personal Facebook or Instagram pages. Um okay. I, I I'm I'm sort of lacking on the Instagram side. I don't know why. I don't know what mental block I have with that, but
0: I have no. trouble with it too. It's it's fine. It <laughs> Facebook's enough to keep up with lately. But um yeah, so I, I la- have, your last have, name is spelled a v mm-hmm. a c c a r o.
1: That's right. That's right. I also have a, a private lesson, my own lessons page on Facebook. So, oh, awesome. Um, okay. It's facebook.com slash BV Guitar Lessons. And, that and you've been
0: doing some course. like Thursday night classes too, haven't um, you? You've been, I've been streaming doing those?
1: Yeah. So I've been doing uh, private and online lessons a couple nights a week. Um, and then, yeah, so once a month I've been doing these uh, just – Topics that are very, very guitar-specific and very specific to guitar playing, um, these online workshops, Facebook Live streaming workshops uh, for guitar players, and I just did one on jazz chords and understanding basic jazz chords. I did one on Jimi Hendrix-style rhythm guitar. I did one on understanding the modes of the major scale on guitar. Um, Hmm. So I pick a topic and I just just do it. And you run with it. Yeah. And then as far as gigs are concerned, um, that's super weird right now. Um,
0: Weird for everyone.
1: Yeah. But I'm out there uh, in normal times, four times a month, three, four times a month.
0: And I've seen you play at Alpha Brewing. Yeah. That comes to mind, right? And where else do you typically play?
1: Um, Evangeline's is somewhat regular, uh, which is in the central west end.
0: Yeah, the place is awesome.
1: Um, and then wherever else they'll tolerate me, you know?
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Um, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's not...
0: interesting. I I've never once seen you perform. Like I need to come out and catch a show sometimes. So I'm going to make that a priority.
1: And I'm trying to stream as many of those as I can, because I know people don't want to do that now. So
0: no, and that's, that's good too. Like, so we've been, the school's been sponsoring some, um, concerts I guess here in Maplewood and I've been encouraging the musicians like you know there's not a ton of people coming out but we're live streaming them too so that at least they can get better um, reach to people and um, get some extra support so I think that's a really that's a really smart idea and I think that's one of those positives we're talking about is um, hopefully other musicians are picking up on that and doing that as venues allow of course Um, right because why not? Like, you're already performing, you like make the most of it. So, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah,
1: that's uh, kind of what we're trying to do. But, yeah, it'll no, be I nice love it. when we can just do normal things again. But <laughs> that's not in our. If
0: there is workout. a normal, we'll have a new normal for sure. All right, Brian, well, this has been awesome. Thank you again. So um, yeah, keep me updated. And again, for all of you guys at home, like be sure to comment. Like I'm interested to know what your district's doing, what you guys are deciding to do, um, especially if your kids are involved in music too. Um, so yeah, be sure to comment below and I will respond to you. All right, thanks for being here. You've been watching Coffee Conversations. My name is Jen LeBanc-Bill Hartz with Shock City School of Music and our awesome guest today, Brian Vaccaro v-a-c-c-a-r-o and brian's with an i if you want to find him online all right thanks for tuning in and we will see you next time
1: thanks everybody
0: bye-bye